Snap, snap, snap. Okay, so uh, we are recording. Uh, this is going to be super, super random. It is not the Daily Bible Reading Show, but it's kind of like a reflection on the first few episodes of the Daily Bible Reading Show that I've just released over the last few days. If you noticed, uh, they've been very, very short. <laughs> That's because I've been experimenting with short form content, you know, Instagram reels, YouTube shorts, that kind of thing. They're mainly 60 second or even shorter um, videos that I've used to kind of summarize the first few chapters of the book of Ezra. And man, I've got to say that actually they've been really, really challenging. And that's why I wanted to release this kind of like episode, kind of like reflecting on the process and the thoughts that went into producing those episodes. Um, I think there's a reason why these kind of like short form mini episodes have been just so popular on, um, on Instagram and on YouTube again. It's not for a good reason. People have very short attention spans. And so releasing like a long podcast, a long video, uh, there's still a place for that. But I think um, uh, it's counterintuitive. The longer you have your video or your content, the less you'll have, you'll, you can actually afford to package into it. But here's the counterintuitive thing. The shorter your content, 60 seconds or so, the more you know, people are more forgiving, the more they are forgiving and allowing you to pack in as much as possible. So that's what I'm trying to do in those 60-second videos. I'm trying to pack in as much doctrine and truth and Bible into those 60-second short videos. I'm not sure it works. Have a look at them. I've released them as audios on the podcast as well. But really to get the full flavor and color and, you know, just... Uh, my attempt at creativity, at packaging all that biblical content into that video, you have to look at the videos themselves. And yeah, check check them out. Check them out. Well, that's the first thing I want to talk about, just those short-form video contents that I've been releasing as the new format for the Daily Bible Reading Show this year. But I also want to move on to a rant. <laughs> I do apologize for this because uh, maybe I should call this Reflections and Rant. No, it sounds negative. But anyway, I did rant today. I, I put a post on my Instagram. I said this about DMs and private messages. You know, DMs, direct messages and private messages. And he said, when they're encouraging, the fact that it's private makes it all the more encouraging. But when it's discouraging, oh man, the fact that it's private makes it all the more. So I'm not sure whether you get this kind of situation is kind of like scrolling through your messages on WhatsApp and you go, hey, wow, hey, this, this guy, you know, you haven't heard from him in so long. And then you just start this conversation and go back and forth and back and forth. And you go to the next one, you're talking about the new Spider-Man movie or the new uh, Boba Fett episode that just came out today. You just want to find someone to talk about that. Or maybe even something encouraging from the Bible. Not often, but that does happen at times. You know, and you talk about it and you share a reflection and maybe a lesson from that. And then you come to this message that goes, well, for, for one thing, it's just so long. And for a second thing, like this person is trying to pick a fight or something. And you go, why, why would this person say this? Especially when you know that that person actually isn't that mean or direct in person, but somehow because it's direct messaging, I mean, somehow because it's online, I don't, I don't know what 
what prompts this person to say these kind of things, and really you just go, okay, I'm just going to go on to the next message. <laughs> and again, it's just those two extremes. The fact that it's private makes a positive message seem all the more special because it's just for you. But the fact that it's discouraging or even mean makes it all the more sharp and make you go, why? <laughs> or even why bother? Anyway, that's my rant. And I guess it's kind of like a reminder to me because I think I, I've sent those messages before. Forgive me if you receive that kind of message from me in the past when I've just forgotten that I'm actually talking to a real person and sending this message to someone who has emotions and actually feels something and I go, oh no, I can't take it back. And actually all those instances just teach me and remind me to not do that too often. Before I send that message, I always go, okay, may maybe this could be nicer. <laughs> Put a smiley face there or something. But, but you get what I mean. You know, there are real people uh, that you're messaging, you're talking to, and sometimes when it's private, it should be all the more so that you're being more loving and more gentle and more gracious, not less so. Anyway, anyway. Um, something positive, my passport, uh, you know, was expired <laughs> several months ago. I think it was back in August. And I've just been putting off, renewing it. Uh, well, not putting off. I've just been so busy. I wasn't able to do this. But it's been keeping me from being able to go back to Malaysia. So what I did was I emailed the embassy over the weekend. It got back to me today and they were so nice. Actually, I've forgotten how nice Malaysians are. They're just so helpful. Uh, I told them, you know, I was trying to get back before the Chinese New Year holidays and they were so accommodating saying, you know, I'm sorry, you know, this is the absolute earliest we could fit you in, but it's still fairly soon. And it really made my day. It really made my day to know that I'll be able to renew my passport and be able to go back home and see my family and eat all that Malaysian food. I've been watching videos by the Kumar family. And my goodness, it just makes me feel so nostalgic. You know, this family who lives in the US and they finally went back to Malaysia and I just saw that video of them going to Langkawi, trying to get that siakap fish, which they couldn't have because the restaurant changed owners. But anyway, 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 you know, it just made me think, oh, I want to go back. I, 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 I want to experience Malaysia again. I want to hang out with my friends again and not just talk to them on WhatsApp or on Zoom. And now it's possible. It's going to happen soon. I'm going to renew my passport. And actually, even when I go down to renew my passport, I'll be able to eat some Malaysian food. But after that, I'll be able to go back to Malaysia and eat Malaysian food with my Malaysian friends. So that really, really made my day. I'm so thankful for that. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to happen very, very soon. And finally, also to end on a high, Pua Chu Kang. Pua Chu Kang, now, now for those of you who know what it is, you know immediately you know what I'm talking about. Uh, it's talking about this Singaporean a TV show, this comedy series that happened 20 years ago. Um, and what happened over the weekend was the cast of this TV show met up for a reunion. Uh, you know, Friends did that recently, but uh, Kang, this Singaporean cast did so as well. But what made it so special was that they were so close and they were so nice and it felt so natural a conversation that they had with one another. And I don't know what it is about that, but for me, it mattered so much that these guys were nice and they loved one another and they had a good time doing that show. Um, when I was in Singapore 20 years ago, actually, um, someone gave me a box set of VCDs, not even DVDs, but VCDs, lower quality, <laughs> then uh, um, of the first few seasons of this TV show. And it really helped me so much 
to fall in love with Singapore, actually, you know, um, through laughter, through that comedy, but just through real life. The amazing thing about Hua Chukang, and, you know, those of you who don't know what it is about, it's about this contractor who is very, very Singaporean. And by that, I mean he is very, very... Um, he speaks like a Singaporean. He walks and talks like a Singaporean. He eats like a Singaporean. He has this mole on his face. <laughs> and it was, at the time, very, very brave for Singapore to celebrate its Singaporeanness. But that's what he did. And he made it really, really cool just to be yourself in Singapore. And it helped me to understand Singaporeans. It helped me to love Singaporeans. It helped me to really just get used and love living in Singapore in my first year there. And you know what? I, I kept watching that video again and again over the next few years. I'm so thankful to my friend who gave it to me. His name is Simon. He was my colleague in my office. It was just two of us in an office. And he saw that I was kind of depressed after spending so far, so, so long away from home, so far away from home, living in the UK for four years and then spending the next year in Singapore. And he bought me that DVD, VCD, sorry, and it made uh, my life in Singapore just so much more enjoyable. And I'm 20 years down the line, I still have fond memories of that. And watching that uh, reunion again, that episode, and watching them laugh together, watching Gurmit Singh and Tang King Hua and uh, what's the brother's name? Bing. I can't remember his name, but he's that famous guy who's also in Crazy Rich Asian. Watching them, all of them just kind of like hang out with one another again because they are so different again. It, it made me laugh. It made me smile. and made me feel so thankful to have those friends back in Singapore as well as in Malaysia and just made me want to go home all the more. Anyway, this has been just a rant and a reflection. Very, very random uh, thoughts um, for this podcast. Again, have no name for it, but it's just, it's just, it, 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 it's just bleh. <laughs> Thought vomit uh, from having done the short form contents. Check them out. It's the new format for the Daily Bible Reading Show. Uh, I'm not sure if it worked. I'll just try it out for a bit, but let me know what you think. Uh, thank you again for everyone who's been listening. Um, I really, really appreciate it. I cannot believe that after about a year or so, there's been about um, I'm not sure I want to share this, about 4,000 uh, listens so far on the podcast. I really, really appreciate that. I, I'm sure a lot of it's inflated because of like bots and stuff, but still, it's way, way more than I uh, ever anticipated. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for listening to this. I really, really uh, thank God for you, and especially that if you're looking in the Bible and hearing God's word for yourself. Keep it up. You know, keep responding through prayer and keep sharing what you learn with your friends. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your word that comes to us through the Lord Jesus Christ that speaks to us daily by your spirit. Help us to respond to it with faith, with repentance, with trust in him and him alone. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. Shh.